0: Hi, I'm Lyndon Phillips from Prime Real Estate Phuket. You're listening to the Phuket Property Podcast. Each episode, I'll be talking to property developers and property resellers around Thailand and asking them questions that you, the buyer and investor, want to know the answers to. Hello, everyone. It's the Phuket Property Podcast again with me, Lyndon Phillips, and I'm here today with very special guest actually, Mr. Peter James. Peter is a professional, an extremely professional uh, photographer on Phuket. Good morning Peter. Good morning Lyndon. How are we, okay? Not so bad, yes. Fantastic, fantastic. Peter, just a quickie, Uh, we always seem to uh, start off with this question, what brought you to Phuket? How long have you been here and... um and, 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 and what are you doing?
1: Very good question. <laughs> Very long answer usually, but I'll give you the shortened version. Um, yeah, I came here in 2012. Um, I started filming events uh, with a uh, wonderful lady called Jeanette. And, uh, and then I sort of came back for a few seasons. I spent uh, six months here, six months in the UK. And then I finally decided to make the big leap to move here permanently in 2016. So I suppose you could say I've been here realistically for five years now.
0: Right, okay. And were you always photographing events or did you do anything else? No, anything? I started off with video.
1: Uh, I've been in video for the best part of 20 years now, I suppose. Um, and then I made the jump to photography in 2016. So, well, I do both Ooh. now. So, uh, so it's, a, it's a mix. Okay. So you hadn't been doing photography for a a, a, a great long time you, it was more video content was it? more video content um but i had the best uh, grounding i worked with some of the world's best uh, photographers when i was used to shoot events um and i sort of learned from them right um you know they're doing portraits and that kind of stuff uh so i had like a, a sort of fly on the wall god 15 20 year sort of tutorial if you like Gosh. on photography so i picked up that and um and then i did uh some formal training, um, online training with a chap called Mike Kelly um, from America. He's one of the the world's greatest um, architectural photographers. And uh, so, yeah, I signed up with his course and and then that's what got me into the architectural and real estate photography.
0: Right. Okay. And is that something that you wanted to do from the get-go? Was it sort of more architectural stuff than portrait or...
1: Well, yeah, I mean, um, the the world that I was in was very stressful. Um, It was the event business, so you only got one take at it. So um, I wanted uh, to get more of a relaxed uh, work environment um, so that you could, you know, get it absolutely spot on. Yeah. That That was what I liked about it. You had the whole, you know, day to get it right and you could look at the back of your camera. If it wasn't right, you could shoot it again, you know, until you got it right. So that's what I liked about it.
0: Right, okay. So just, just going backwards a little bit, um, you've been on Phuket for some time. What, when you're not taking uh, photographs and, and videos and things, what, what, do you, what do you do in your spare time? How, what um, fills your time, your leisure time here?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, in the last year and a half, it's uh, obviously been quite desperate for everybody. Um, So, uh, you know, we've taken, or me and the girlfriend have taken the stance of try and be as safe as possible and only go out when you actually need to go out. Um, So we sort of adopted that stance. But um, I do sort of have a bit of a hobby, if you like, uh, with a YouTube channel. So I've been keeping myself quite busy with that. And I've been enjoying making content purely for myself. How selfish. Right, okay. You can plug your YouTube channel if you want, actually. Uh, Yes, so the YouTube channel is called Stroke Your Aura. Um, and uh, are you sure
0: it's a YouTube channel?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's all about making yourself feel good, and uh, yeah, um, massaging yourself in all the right places, kind of thing. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a feel-good channel. Um, I try not to dwell on anything too negative, um, so it's quite light-hearted. We do some skits, um, vlogs, that kind of stuff. So right. I've been enjoying doing that. So um, and, and you know, one of my purposes of the channel is to promote Phuket. So I really want to sort of help Phuket get back on the map. Yeah, I think it's just one of
0: those things that Phuket's got to get through. We've got an awful lot to be, uh, to be grateful for and, 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 and happy about. I think it's just uh, it's a matter of time. It will all sort itself out. The signbox is still open. We're still getting tourists arriving daily. So that's uh, that's, that's good news a shame about the weather over the last couple of days but that's
1: about it that's all we can grumble about at the moment I think it is but having said that I remember when I first you know came here everyone used to bang on about low season oh it's terrible the weather and all that you know I compare this to a, a UK summer right and it's absolutely fantastic right yeah. not a great comparison really <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, you know, we had a couple of you know years of my childhood where it would be like a summer, you know, um, but the majority of the time it would be miserable, dank, grey, and raining. Um, but here, at least, when it is miserable, dank, grey, and raining, it's still warm. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, it's absolutely cracking, isn't it? We
0: can't we can't complain too much. So, moving back to the photography, uh, Peter, wh- what do you what do you tend to photograph at the moment? Is it do you do a mix of like uh, apartments and villas and and, and what it's, have you? What, it's what mainly it?
1: villas. Yeah, so it's villas uh, for sale and villas for rent. And, uh, and usually I'll do both video and photo for them.
0: With regards to videos and uh, photographs, is there, is there a different style of video and photograph for rent and a separate one for selling a property? Can you just tell yeah, us about that?
1: I mean, I would say every client is different. There would be no, you know, two the same so far. From what i've um, worked with Um, but i would say yeah so if you're going for the in my experience if uh, the client wants to attract rentals um, then more often than not they will get um, models in Mm -hmm. um, to help sell that sort of lifestyle of it photo and for the video Uh, whereas once i've shot for sales i've so far not shot any models for sales it's always just being more architectural um, and getting you know the the decor of the place rather than, you know, kids splashing around in the pool and, and having yeah. fun there kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't know if that's, you know, industry-wide, but that's my experience. Okay.
0: Do you feel that that's the right the right mix, uh, or, or would you think that um, there's there's an opportunity for models to be used in sell,
1: sales properties? Um, yeah, it could be. I mean, the only thing I would say with that is you've got to be really choosy with your demographic. Yeah. Um, ah, okay. So um with the with the the villas there's a, a you know a wide demographic involved mm. in that you know so um you can be quite diverse in the models that you get um but i would say sales would be more targeted to a specific buyer you yeah. know um it wouldn't be so broad so i would say yeah you could you could uh, of course use in sales but you would have to be more specific with the demographic yeah that you get it, in the models it's subtly subjective
0: isn't it i mean when we when we drive through Laguna, we're always seeing uh, models used in, on their posters and their banners and everything mm-hmm. else. But they're creating a lifestyle mm-hmm. type of vibe, aren't they? Yeah. Rather than, rather than going on and, and forcefully selling their, their, their static property. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. So, uh, Peter, tell me, you, you, because you're a photographer and a professional guy and, and everything else, you obviously have expensive pieces of equipment. You've got big pieces of equipment. <laughs> um, is there a difference between using the expensive stuff and, and, and hiring you, or Joe Blogs going out with his iPhone and uh, and photographing photographing his own apartment or his or
1: his villa? What are the what are the pitfalls? What are the gains and the and the losses? Okay, well, I would say one thing: um, the technology uh, in everyone's hand nowadays has jumped in leaps and bounds in the last. I'd say two years mm. yeah um, there's, there's, there's one main difference between what you can get on a phone and what you can get in your professional camera and that is computational photography um, so with your camera you will set an exposure so that's the amount of light that comes in mm-hmm. and then you'll take that picture or shoot that bit of video and then that's locked in okay you can make little fine adjustments in post-production but it's pretty much locked in with computational photography there's an advantage over the professional cameras um, because it uses the computational photography. So it doesn't take one exposure. It takes two exposures. So it exposures for the dark parts of the image and the light parts of the image. So when it's doing that in real time as it's recording video or taking the photo. So then when you get those shots or video back in post-production everything is exposed properly on the photo or on the video. So all the dark areas uh, the right exposure on all the light areas are the right exposure so in in photography or in video more so you would have to choose one or the other so if you're in a room and especially so for real estate photography or video because you're in and, and in this location because you're usually shooting in a room that's clearly a lot darker inside than it is outside when there's a bright sunny day which is the days that you want to shoot Yeah. so you have to make a choice do you want to expose for that sky outside or do you want to expose for the inside yeah um, whereas on the phones you don't need to do that. Um, I did actually shoot a professional job, and I used because it was the, the, you know huge, huge floor-to-ceiling windows, and the view was spectacular. Um, and I was shooting video. I did actually use a couple of shots from the iPhone for that professional shoot. It was that wow. good. Yeah, um, I was blown away by it. You know, um, so so yeah. So you can get some great results on the phone. What you can't do on a phone photography wise is use off-camera flash so with video you'd either need super powerful like a thousand watt lights to light up the room to match the exposure outside um, or with photo you also have a, a flash a strobe um, so you can compensate with a professional photography camera with off-camera flash uh, you take sort of 10 to 15 photos and then you blend all those together in post-production Yeah, so you'll walk around the room and you'll, you know, take um, or you'll light every single thing in the room and then you'll blend those together in post-production. So there's advantages and disadvantages of both. But with, you know, these cameras with three lenses, sometimes four lenses on them, you can get some fantastic results. I mean, I know real estate of the past one needs to take them on the phones dating back pre-2017, I think. You would only have a 24 mil lens on it, so you wouldn't be able to get that super wide shot. But now with these, you know, you've got 13 uh, mil lenses built into these phones, you can get that super wide shot, which yeah. obviously makes the property look a lot bigger and, and nicer. What sort of clients do you usually get for your property f- uh, photography? What wh-
0: I mean, are they are they villa owners that are looking to sell, or are they people that uh, that own apartments that are looking to sell? What, what's your main your main glut of clients?
1: So I would say um, I would always go through a middleman. So it would either be a real estate agent or um, it would be um, one of the villa rental companies. Right. Yeah, so I'd never actually deal directly with a client.
0: Okay, so but your, your main uh, bulk of properties would be villas ranging from sort of what price to what price?
1: Um, I would say probably about 5 million US up to like 1520 right okay
0: so really Peter, your uh, your your main your main clients are for the uh high net worth individuals that have uh, bigger villas
1: yeah i mean i've ne- i didn't set out um to, to go about getting those clients i just sort of you know fell into that um but i mean uh, yeah i mean i would i would shoot you know properties that are, you know sub 5 million i don't have a, a, a a benchmark, if you like. So, um, but it's just that that's the kind of clients that i have attracted to. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. So tell me, what what goes into making a really good uh, photograph or set of, set of photographs uh, for a property?
1: Um, there's a number of things, really. Um, I would say the first thing that you would need to consider is the lighting. So at the time of day you shoot, um, it's always better to shoot uh, in first light in the morning or in golden hour in the afternoon. So from like, sort of four till... Um, 6, 7 o'clock or you you know—you want to stay, stay for that twilight time as well because you get the magical photos then. Um, especially when you're working with models, uh, you don't want to be shooting in the middle of the day because you get well, for a number of reasons, they'll be um, covered in sweat head to toe <laughs> in yeah, Phuket
0: it, you're trying to say they
1: glow yeah <laughs> 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 we don't have the luxury of makeup artists uh, dabbing them down so um, yeah there's that and also the lighting um, when you're shooting at midday and it's um, direct sunlight above your head you get those sort of panda eyes right um, so it's not very flattering for the models um, so yeah you want to shoot the, you can shoot the interiors in the middle of the day um, but it also depends on where you are on the island on the island um, so if you are shooting on the west of the island, you want to get, um, the sea, that beautiful turquoise blue, and you've got to shoot it in the mornings, and the other side of the island, the opposite, um, because of the way the sun hits the light and colors the sea. Yeah. Um, so you've got to take that into consideration. Um, you want to set dress as well. So you need things like flowers and, um, you know decorations for the table the table set if you're shooting the you know the dining scene all that kind of stuff so that obviously adds to it um rather than just shooting you know a plain interior you know so, add some life to it
0: yeah so does your team uh do the setup for the photography as well yeah
1: we usually have a set decorator and they will come along and they will um, usually dress each room as we're going through the house right they wouldn't you know use a complete whole set of flowers for their for their you know 10 rooms wherever there is so they would move flowers from room to room as we're going by and i'll go through with them in the morning and then we'll you know decide which rooms are going to shoot first depending on the light and that kind of stuff right okay
0: so it's pretty complicated isn't it it's not it's not just a matter of pointing your iphone into a corner of a room and snapping away there's there's an awful lot that goes into it do you tend to overlay photographs as well because it's it's all digital now do you do you shoot Several uh, several shots at different exposures and and, and overlap overlap them.
1: Yeah, it's depending on the com- complexity of the room. Um, I can shoot anywhere up to fifteen shots of a room, and then I'll blend all those shots together. Um, because yeah, so fifteen shots will go into making
0: one photograph. Correct. Wow. Yeah. I
1: mean that, that's that's the you know the, the top end of it. Um, I would say on average I probably blend together about sort of eight to ten photos. But it can go up to fifteen if it's a really huge room and you know complex, and uh, needs a lot of additional lighting. You're right. Okay, so going back to the original question of what
0: makes a good photo, obviously light, lighting.
1: Yeah, lighting is uh, is is key. I mean, to any photo, um, you can you know shoot on any camera you like, um, but if you haven't got the right lighting, it won't look good. Um, and there's sort of you know photography style lighting. There's cinematic lighting. Um, and there's all different styles of lighting can, uh, to, get, to convey, you know, the kind of mood right. you want for the property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's quite theatrical as well. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. And again, especially when there's, there's models involved. Yeah. You know, you want to get great lighting on the models.
0: Okay, Peter, before we, uh, before we go and wrap up, um, just a couple of key top tips from a professional such as yourself. Um, what's, what's the best way for people
1: to take their, their own photographs? okay well touching over what we talked about earlier uh, these cameras that have these super wide angle lenses on them um, one of the things that people do a lot is they'll tilt that camera up to take the photo or tilt it down looking down at something and when they do that they lose all the vertical lines in the photo, yeah? So it looks like um, like some cartoon house, yep. yeah, with all the lines, you know, uh, convecting upwards or downwards. Um, so I would say one great tip would be to hold that camera absolutely level, zero degrees, yeah? Don't tilt it forward or backwards, that'd be one. Um, the second, again, I talked about lighting is everything, and the cheapest form of lighting is that big, huge one in the sky. Uh, yeah, so shoot uh, in the morning or late in the afternoon.
0: Peter, thank you very much indeed for the top tips uh, from yourself. We'll put all your contact details in the description below for the, uh, for the podcast. Thank you once again for joining us on the Phuket Property Podcast.
1: Absolute pleasure. The Phuket Property Podcast is brought to you by Prime Real Estate Phuket. If you're looking for property to buy or rent or looking to sell or rent your property, then contact Prime Real Estate at phuketprime.com. Phuket Podcast is hosted by Lyndon Phillips and produced by Shark Productions.